Gabe, stop typing for 30 seconds. Got it. You're listening to the World Famous White Roof Radio with cast number 624, recorded June 20th, 2017. Tonight brought to you by Cravenspeed.com, MotoringStripes.com, and OutMotoring.com. Mini performance, speed, and trailers. That's OutMotoring.com. <laughs> Everybody, it's Stevie in Arizona with a brand new episode of the world famous Apple Roof Radio. <laughs> I mean, Roof Radio. Sorry, I got confused. We're here talking about Mini Cooper stuff for you, like we like to do uh, this evening. As always, my good friend Todd Pearson is here. Todd, say hi. I am here. Hello. Motorstripes.com. Uh, joined also tonight by our good friend Alex. Alex, say hello. Hi, everybody. And he always sounds like he's 13 when I do that. And of course, as a special treat, once again, joined by Mr. Gabe Bridger from MotoringFile.com. I mean, I, I really appreciate the special treat, but it's a special treat to join you, attractive, intelligent folks. Oh, uh, so cute. I wasn't mean. It's nice. This nice. is a portion of the show where we get to go around the round table and, and we get to tell each other how honored we are to be part of this. Hey, Todd, I am blessed. I am blessed. <laughs> I, thought, I thought this was the part where everybody just went around the table and just said how awesome I am. Well, well, DB, you, you, I tell you what, you are part. awesome because you're dealing with people on multiple devices, several of them may be iPads, and yes. you were you were successfully hosting this show. This is a cross continent show right now. <laughs> it is. It's cross devices. Right? Yes, it's always a cross continent show. It's never not a cross continent show, Gabe. I, I'm just trying to make it feel more <laughs> impressive somehow. <laughs> it's intracontinental. <laughs> Intra. There you go. Sounds fancy. You're so, you're so awesome that you're warming up the planet. How about <laughs> that, is, that is me. Uh, for those of you who aren't paying, I mean, everybody in, on the west side of the Rockies, west of the Rockies is hot. San Francisco saw like a hundred, or San Jose saw 107 this week. Yeah. Three. Um, the day we're recording, which is Tuesday, June 20th, uh, Phoenix Sky Harbor actually saw 120 degrees. You guys might have on the news where they had to close the airport. They didn't have to close the airport. Small jets couldn't take off because they're only rated to fly 118 degrees and they would need a 10 mile long runway to take off in this thin of air when it's as hot. CNBC and looking at you. Anyway. And, and Vegas, Vegas hit 117, the, the high, yeah. the tight, yeah, so for the record, Chicago was like 75 Shut and up. crisp. I know. It was beautiful, sunny. Yeah. Uh, Pacific, Pacific Northwest was in the 60s, mid to high 60s, I believe. I don't mind the heat. It's okay. It's a dry heat. It's nice. Everybody's going to start moving to the Midwest, frankly. Yeah, it's yeah, beautiful probably. here. Yeah, we got lots of water. <laughs> Not a lot of water here. You know, if you ever wonder what it's like to be in Arizona, all you have to do is just turn your oven to like a, your low setting, which should be roughly 120 degrees. Let it warm up to that and, and then, then just, just get open in. the door and just, stick your head in just it. Just get in. Just get in. That's what it's like being in Arizona. Just that. By no, the way, do your respective governors in the in the Midwest believe in climate change, or is it are they just? No, oh, they're they're all on board because you know why? Because uh, we believe in it because we don't want uh, anybody taking our water. There's like there's already essentially like that like that's a thing. Like we're we're aware of the Great Lakes being an important aspect of our because you know you without know, our, warming there'd be no lake effect snow. Yep. Uh, well, no, I, you it's know, been I, there. I actually or don't something. know if that's true or not. <laughs> or uh, something. I think that may, may have been around for a long time. We, we didn't know one of that. I will say that the water, water, uh, we've already had, there's already been like talk of pipelines from the Great Lakes to California and Arizona. Oh and there's already been, we've already bandied 
to banded together uh, Republican and Democrat governors to essentially say nine. No. Yeah. Screw California. Those guys. Well, well, hey, and here, well, yeah, we've been we've been saying that since the seventies. You guys can fall off a cliff. Yeah, that's yeah. right. And, and here out, in Kansas, we, 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 out of California, actually. Yeah, we, we, no, but it's funny what Gabe is saying when he says uh, uh, Republicans and and Democrats are banding together to make this happen. Like <laughs> it sounds like people are living in an in a alternate alternate reality, right? Because when you read the news, like it's it's the opposite of this, like every day. Yes. Yeah, it, but it's 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 yeah, it's, it's funny, people. like. When yeah, when when there's like a real reason to actually uh, come together, it tends to it tends to cross party lines. Really oh, nice. And we're, I don't mean to pick on California. Born and raised in that state. Can it's, I just say? But can really, I just say? Like, nice let me, place to visit, but the governor's insane, and you guys are just too damn whatever for your own good. <laughs> You're gonna run yourself into the ground. It's gonna fall off the planet. Nobody's gonna care. Two mm-hmm. things. Here, here's here's my here's my here's my little PSA. Number one, giant mudslide on, on Highway One. So you can't drive down Big Sur anymore from Monterey very easily. So that yeah. sucks. So what I would advocate is everybody move to the Midwest. We have a beautiful uh, system of lakes, and we have great beaches. It's a moderate temperature. Well, hell, we have, Kansas is uh, going to be coastline soon. You know, if global warming yeah, continues, we have, we'll have we we'll have be the coast. Breezes. <laughs> you can get really sweet wine that gives you headaches. Mm. Like there's like great things here. Nice. Nice, and not to mention the the, the glorious, delightful city of Chicago, home and Chicago World Championship Chicago Cubs. And you got to say, a lot of really good That's beer right. comes from the Midwest. From, from I, yeah, you read my mind. I mean, let's just let's just bask in the glory that is the Cubs winning the World Series because I mean that that changes lives. But yeah. more than that, um, beer is important here, and we enjoy it. Yes, yes. the problem with Chicago, As is uh, cider. Yeah. The problem yeah. with Chicago is the potholes and the shootings. <laughs> uh, well, you know, we, you know, with the, but the, but the irony there is, Alex, that we actually bury the people that die every night in the potholes. So oh, perfect, it works out really well. Aches. And you know what's great and to bring this back? Remembers bring this back around to minis before. is the the new countryman oh. comes with its own little uh, uh, gun compartment under the driver's See? seat. Perfect. Thank you very much. Right? We're going to talk about <laughs> can, that. Can, you know, can, can, can I say that, that that when I said, where the hell did the secret compartment go? Recently, they're like, we gave you it back under the seat in, in the, the countryman. countryman. Yep. Oh, see, there you go. Let's hold that for just a moment. We're going to talk about that. We've got news from Gabe's here. So we're going to talk about news. Gabe will continue to profess his love for the clubman as well, I'm sure. Um, just watch. You'll see because it's the JCW. We're going to get to all that here in just a minute, though. Before we do, let's pay some bills. Can I remind you guys about how awesome outmotoring.com is? You guys have been over to outmotoring.com, right? It's awesome. Everything that you need for your mini, right? It's awesome. Everything that you need to make sure your mini's clean, make sure your mini's well repaired, make sure your mini looks a little bit different than everybody else's, right? So you get really cool accessories for your mini, inside parts, outside parts, go fast parts, make it handle better, go faster. Awesome. Get it out motoring.com. Something falls off, you need to replace it. You can get over at motoring.com. Got all a full line of repair parts, DIY repair parts. Everything, almost everything that you need to actually build a mini from scratch. You can get out motoring.com. You're going to the car show, you're going to cars and coffee. You're not driving a Mustang. You're driving a Mini Cooper, which means you want to show off, you want to represent. You're not gonna do spin outs in the street. You're gonna wear a cool hat, cool shirt, cool shoes and watches you're going to get it all from outmotoring.com once you guys go over there right away get that done don't forget very important make sure you sign up for the email newsletter it's right there at the top of the page can't miss it as soon as you do that you get an email 
Saves you 5% on every order that you place with OutMotoring.com. Super duper awesome. Super duper red. Uh, and also, you know, OutMotoring, what, 1,000 SKUs a month. You guys know the routine. They've been OG sponsor of Motoring File and uh, White Roof Radio pretty much since day one. Um, you know, you guys have dealt with OutMotoring with your club stuff. Don't forget, OutMotoring.com, a place to go for all your Mini Cooper needs. Go over there right away. That's OutMotoring.com. Mini Performance Speed and, hmm... Stage one brake kit budget master. Okay, cool. That's uh, outmotoring.com. Can I suggest one thing that outmotoring has um, an opportunity to own? The world where many owners decide they want to switch to a rear wheel drive car and make the decision to put an Aston Martin V12 in the back. <laughs> to me, that is an obvious opportunity for outmotoring.com as the as a premier mini and so, Aston Martin aftermarket specialist. So you're thinking that Aaron needs to have a kit to convert, let's just say, an R56, second generation R56 to rear drive with Aston Martin power? I, why not? I think the opportunity is there for the taking. You know, so he, he's really missing the mark, is what you're saying. Well, I don't think he's missing the mark. I think there's an opportunity that has that is that is that is burgeoning. Okay, so Gabe, you're saying it's like all the old the people who did the classics and they put a VTEC, a Honda VTEC in it. You're right. saying, and what I'm saying is, why would you put a small four cylinder when you could put a V12 Aston Martin? Yeah, you guys, in that car. it would be all engine. It, the car would just be yeah. all engine. Yeah, but right. I mean, there's those kids <laughs> that actually doing Busa swaps, right? This is better. You actually, Todd, the, the engine's so big, you actually have to put the, you have to move the front seats up a couple inches. <laughs> it gives a new, new meaning to the term mid-engine, right? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's so mid-engine, it's a little bit front-end. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that would be all-engine. Uh, yeah, don't forget, too, gang, like, we're goofing around, but if you have an Aston Martin or know somebody who does and they need, like, parts, a motoring.com place to go as well. Thank you very much, Mr. Bridger. And, and and I, I got to tell you, one of the things that um, is on my radar is the is the mildly used Vantage, uh-huh. fantastic deal. You can get them for like forty some grand, and I mean, and that's where you go. You because I mean, you you've got you've got parts that you're gonna need. Yeah, not 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 to shill, but like that that I, that has crossed my mind many times. I have eBay trolled. V8 Aston, uh, V8 advantages often. That makes me think of Doug DeMuro, who bought that. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, I read V8 that. CarMax, and, and I think like he maxed out. I mean, he didn't max it out, but he, he got it with the infamous, or like a rather famous CarMax warranty. Oh right! After the first uh, after the first issue, like he, he completely like you know paid for it or something because it was so expensive to fix. I think mean, it cost him like I don't know, like twenty grand to fix the car. <laughs> it was ridiculous, and he yeah, didn't yeah. time for it, and he kept on using it. How about if we talk about Mini Cooper stuff now? Let's do it. Let's you know just because we have us, just because we have Gabe. Um, Gabe, let's talk. What is the good news from Motoring File this week? Because uh, we see sales are up 3.8% for May. That's kind of exciting. You don't get to say that sales are up very often. Well, and that's worldwide. Worldwide sales have been up for years. That's true. They have been. I mean, I think so. That's the thing. Like the uh, U.S. is down. Our, our petrol prices are down. The mood in the country is buy big, go large. Yeah. And many, I think we would all be pretty pissed off. If many produced a seven-seat SUV, hmm. 
<laughs> and so they're not going large, you know, they're, they're not going to be able to satisfy that need. So because of that, I mean, they're hurting, right you now. You, you've got like the, the club, the club and the country are great. A lot of people think they're too big. Well, when it comes down to it, they're too small for most people. Right. And so people are going elsewhere. They're buying other things and USA sales are down slightly. Uh, thankfully worldwide sales are up because the rest of the world doesn't have this issue and in a lot of ways, the, the the worldwide sales are carrying Mini USA. So so kudos to that. Um, in other news, a new Mini. This I want to talk to you guys about this because I'm fascinated to hear about <laughs> you. Because like there's there's a couple get off my. I guarantee you there's gonna be a get off my lawn comment here. Mini debuts a new fashion line. They <laughs> once again are partnering with Pity Uomo of, of Italy to create a very high end. Um, collection of products and i guarantee you most of the many owners in the united states look at this and be like what the hell yeah are they doing right well they and do- they're embracing and, the hipster malarkey um, uh, still and that is exactly the phrase i was waiting for which i think is i think is my favorite most hilarious phrase i've ever heard in my life <laughs> yes um I'm with Todd. Of course, that doesn't exist. There's no that doesn't exist. There's no there's it doesn't even like the, the hipster is gone and dead, along with the metrosexual. We we wish it um, was. So, someone needs to tell Mini USA that. <laughs> <laughs> they, well, it, that, well, that's true. They maybe should. I mean, they they probably they, they may have missed that memo. But um, it's, it's so these are products that are not intended for the United States because of the exact like you know comment you just made like there's just the market is there for this type of product but not through a known brand that sells cars so it's a little bit it's a little bit of a miss um but i mean this is something that many has done since 2001 i mean they partnered years ago in 2001 and i mean i think i own these products they they they, they partnered with um Gosh, who was it? Uh, a couple of designers. Because Gabe, you've owned every fancy, well, like at least a piece of every fancy partnership that Mini's done with some designer. You always go, oh, I like mean, that, and you get like the shoes or a shirt. That's they like did. A, they did Mini Motion. So Mini Motion was yeah, yeah, the first yeah. time they created. It was the first line of things they created very early on that um, that really def- tried to define the Mini brand as not just like some some mass market collaboration brand but a brand that actually sought out designers to create interesting things. And right. so Mini Motion, um, gosh, the name escapes me. It was not Mark Newson who actually designed the Apple Watch, for instance. Uh, it was somebody similar. Uh, and, oh, gosh, it was Yves Barrar. Yes, um, they, it did the watch. Actually, and, yeah, it did the watch. Yeah, I still have that watch. It's, it's, I it's do, too. Fantastic. It's a, it's a beautiful thing. Um, they partnered with him to create something really interesting. They partnered with him to also create uh, a series of very limited edition Puma shoes as well. And so they, they've always done these things. They're just very, very limited in the United States because most people don't, they look at them and they're like, why would I buy? Why would I do that? Why would I like the mini brand doesn't mean that much to me. And so I think it's, I think it's a, I think it's a miss which maybe and that's why the brand is maybe that's one of the reasons the brand is struggling in the U.S. as it used to be back back in the day. Everybody wanted to buy everything that was mini brand. Uh, so I, I don't think so. I think that when you say everybody, everybody was a lot smaller. Yeah. You know, now it's a giant population of people who own minis. 
And so I just think that people look at this, number one, they don't offer it. They've learned their lesson. They, they can't sell this stuff at dealers. The, the sales channels in the United States don't support this type of product. And so where does it end? It, it ends up at like really crazy boutiques. And those boutiques maybe sell it, maybe don't. We, you and I will never see this. Like the no. last collection of Pity Uomo, I only saw the BMW Welt in Munich. And wow. we saw yeah, a lot of stuff was, in uh, in uh, in France, Gabe, that they were selling at Mini United when they did that. There was a lot of stuff there, well, a lot of designer things, things that weren't available. None of that was that was actually not the that was mass market stuff. That none of that was like the, the yeah, high end like boutique stuff. But even so, stuff that we never got in the right, US right, because right. of what you said, they can't market even not even the designer stuff, but a lot of the mass market mini stuff we don't even get here in the and clothing, bags, footwear. The sizes are all wrong. Right. The stuff's all wrong like you know, it's, it's, I mean, it, you know, it, it underscores the difference in, and this is why I wanted to bring it up. It underscores what we've talked about for a long time. There's a very big difference in the demographic. And I think that's changed over the years. I think many has become a brand that's a little bit closer to the European demographic, but still like the folks who really care about the brand, who buy into the brand skew older in the United States. I don't think that's a, you know, I mean, I think that's fairly straightforward. Right. And, um, and, and, and that, and they don't, I mean, God bless them. They don't care about this. It's not that right. important to them. Right. And so thus there is no, there is no market for this product in but, the United States or, or very little. But on the same hand, Gabe, I think something that goes along with it, that's a, a missing marketing opportunity <clears throat> is yes. Well, the, the mini buying public in the United States does skew a little bit older, and I see that on a daily basis with my customers um, that I see all the time. The people buying these cars are in their 50s, 60s, and 70s, yet they have the kind of disposable income that if there were something that they thought was cool, whatever that may be, they don't have a problem buying it no matter, well, what, the, great point. No matter what the cost is. And so mm-hmm. I'm thinking that we've got a brand who's kind of schizophrenic about who they want to be and who they are and who's buying the product. And this is a very common problem that's happened with car, you know, companies over the this, last 20 years. This happened. BMW has the same problem. Porsche has the same problem. It's not Toyota has the problem. Yeah. Toyota it's, came it's, out, it's came just, out with a completely new brand. They came out with Scion to try and skew yeah. their age market down. And in fact, all the old people who were buying Camrys, they're like, oh, Scion's cool. I'm going to buy an XB. And you had these grandmas and grandpas out driving around in an XB. And they're like, no, 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 no. That's not so, what this was supposed to happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, 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 I mean, that was, and, I mean, you're totally right. You're totally right. So here, here's my question. So if many wants to sell lifestyle product to further the brand, who is the partner they need to go with because it's it's not so in the United States AARP (laughs) so that's exactly the problem because they don't want more of that let's be honest I understand listen no marketing, no company does because that's a, it's a, no, no company. It's a death now. Right. Should a question, should a question be like, should, uh, mini, should mini even like in the first place, like sell like clothing with any kind of other brand as in a partnership to further the brand? Like should it even be the, the first yeah, question? That's right. a great question. That's a, and, and is it clothing? Is it something else? Yeah. yeah um, exactly. Or do they, do they need to at all? So I think that's a, I think to me, like that's, that's actually a great place to start Alex. Like what, what? do they do? Well, what's also uh, what's also interesting is that let's say let's say this um, new fashion line w- would be available in the U.S. And, and and let's look at how 
to, I guess, who Mini is trying to market in the U.S., you know, I guess, you know, people uh, in the 30s and 40s right. uh, that supposedly have taste, you know, whatever. Like, I don't think any of those people would buy those clothes anyways. Target. Like, because they, they <laughs> I don't think like someone like buying, no, really. like supposedly taste and everything, like would buy clothes of the brand of the car that they drive. Yeah, but I heard you. So, so I think that's actually that's actually the the point. Like, that's a I great have point. I've never met a mini owner who so, didn't include Target stores in one of their favorite brands. Uh, right here, I, I you will you, You're here. So I've red hair, but everybody else. <laughs> I don't have actually DB. You haven't seen me. My hair is turned blonde and then also white. It's blonde and white now. <laughs> that's but, just um, old, still a ginger because you have freckles. Anyway, but here. So no, no. So I want to get back to what Alex said because I think Alex, like, I think I think that's exactly the point. Like in the United States, there's a different type of earnestness and authenticity when it comes to brand and brand alignment. And, and it doesn't mean that I like, like subscribe to a brand and then buy the products across category. Mm-hmm. That's just like a cultural thing. And I think that, I think you're totally right. And so why do they even try, you know, like, because well, you're, you're basically, you're, you're, you're barking up the wrong tree to use a bad analogy. I, I don't know. I think there's a lot of things because this, this is something that's been ongoing. For example, uh, uh, Toomey makes a luggage line right now that is Mini Cooper branded that is so incredibly hard to find in the United States. You can get it. And you, you, can, mean mini, you mean Mini branded? Yeah, it's Mini branded. And it's, it's Toomey. Here, I'll put it over here. This is a link to it from a ZA site, I believe. Uh, but there's this, this Toomey branded luggage that is awesome stuff. It's it's really great design. It's um, for me, it's really good. I mean, it's, that's really good stuff. It's a quality product on top of it, and it's mini branded. Yet, mini doesn't carry it. Um, you can't buy it at stores. This is the kind of thing that you're going to see one day. It's going to show up at some place. What, what are you going to do to U.S. dealers? They already have like a hard time shipping their cars. Now you want them to sell bags and and clothing? Like it's it's just not going to happen. I just I don't understand where the market and and I think it just goes to the point is the United States does not seem to be the market for this. I I would buy it if it were available, but I'm not going to go out of my way to find something. You know, I like think this. I think they need to look at their channel strategy, and I think they need to look at their marketing strategy, and they need to think yeah. a little bit differently. I, I think it's not about not making this available in the United States. I think it's about who they're targeting. What what like you oh, know they, they, yeah how you target it and and and, and how you make it available. Uh-huh. I mean, is it a limited edition drop, and you have to like subscribe via app, and it's only for like the crazy super like uh, like aggressive mini fans, and you actually drive like urgency and like, you know, just like interest out of scarce, you know, scarcity. Like, I think there's a lot of things they could do that, um, other brands do, you know, to, to, to create like desire around product. And, uh, you know, uh, I'll leave it at that. I think there's a lot of opportunity there. The I think problem, Mini has to figure like, it out. I like where you're going with that, Gabe. I think that would work really well. Um, except Mini and technology so far hasn't been a really good fit as far as, <laughs> Go. So, uh, rather, I'd rather except for the except for the e diff, right? Except for the e diff. I mean, like for you know. Anyway, I'd rather. I think they'd probably be better off doing something like getting away from selling this crap with dealers and and actually yeah. going to doing like the miniusa.com forward slash store and actually making that work and not right. sell, or in their own eBay page or their own whatever. 
right? But just some kind of a presence on the internet where they's like, yeah. you know, this is all the stuff you guys can't get like hats and shirts at the dealer, but this is like the more other stuff, the weird bicycles that the dealer can't sell in the independent, give them all away because they don't sell. Yeah, or, yeah. or the cool luggage yeah. stuff or the shoes. It's like, oh no, we've got all that stuff on our website. Come over here. You're going to pay a little bit extra for it, but we'll have it out to you. We'll put it in a box today. We're going to ship it. UPS, whatever, so you get it in two days like Amazon. Well, but, but, done. And then they could sell uh, their stuff and be done with it. And what we're realizing here is we all, perce- we all perceive Mini to be a larger company than they are. They're a Which very small – yeah, they're a very that's small true. company. That, that's very true. Work right. out of a closet in New Jersey. Yeah. They have like five so, beds at BMW North America in New Jersey. Yep. But, so Guys, I've, I've – uh, I was going to say like I have like two minutes and I just want to give you a quick club and update, but I don't want to like stop this conversation. That's okay. We're done. We can move on. We're done. You, yeah, Gabe, let's, uh, let's talk about clubbing. Let's hear about quickly. it. You have to go. So uh, JCW Clubbing, zeroing in on uh, 2,500, actually closer to 3,000 miles now. Um, Third break in. Good job. Yeah. So uh, as you can imagine, it's a, modern, it's a modern mini, so totally faultless, no problems whatsoever, no rattles, nice. nothing at all, um, no issues there couple things i have the uh wireless charger and the armrest which uh because i have a seven plus iphone is useless right right um number one even if it did it wouldn't fit for wireless charging it, it doesn't fit it doesn't fit a large phone even if you had the wireless uh, and, you'll, and you'll be happy to know todd i actually showed um uh somebody at mini who um will remain nameless who's very high up the problem yep. and he was shocked he was shocked to find that out. That even and if you had an Android phone with, yeah, it wouldn't fit. He immediately fit. text somebody. <laughs> and he promised that the next iteration would be changed. Yeah. I mean, of course, Apple's new phone, new bigger screen phone will actually be smaller. So I'm sure the issue will be, will go away because of that. But, um, and it's rumored to have to wireless say, charging. So it's it. And we'll have wireless charging. So I will say in theory, uh, if it was slightly smaller and had wireless charging in the iPhone, it would be amazing. Right. So I can't wait for that moment, which will happen this fall. Um, otherwise, though, I mean, the car is great. I uh, have grown fond of the variable suspension. Uh, I go into comfort mode or whatever you call it, normal mode, uh, mid mode on the highway basically all the time. I operate in manual transmission mode. 90, I'd say 98% of the time with pad- the car with the paddle shifters, right? With the paddle shifters. I, I can't stand to allow that thing to, to shift for me. I just, it's, it's slow. It's stupid. Right. It's not, but I, I mean, I'm more aggressive than it'll ever be. Uh, I pay for it with, with, you know, fuel with, economy uh, efficiency, but I just, I just, you know, I like to, I like to control the, the sound and, and the performance. And, and so, um, it's, it's pretty much always in manual mode. So I think what that has done is expose the fact that this is a torque converter automatic. It is not, it is unfortunately not as, as good as the dual clutch will be, which is coming out um, in the LCI, which will be next year. Very much looking forward to that. Um, but it's still pretty good. It's, it's, still, it's still by far the best automatic transmission Mini has made. Wow. Well, nice. can I say the irony of listening to the show that we've been doing on 12 years now is that I am the lone remaining person on the show right now with a manual transmission mini. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I'm the only I one have, with a clutch. I have three, I have three uh, wait, three. 
I yeah. have three manual transmission cars. None of them. Are I am, That's true. I am yeah. the I am the sole owner of a non JCW car. Well, you got a JCW era kit, yeah. DB. You can you can call it. And I don't, I don't have no, just, no, that's not, no, that's not, not on the Roadster. That was on the that was on the last car. Oh, you didn't have the JCW Aero kit yeah. on the Roadster. Sir, you? No JCW. Anyway, but, DB, but, you have you have arguably the best color. Although the yes. Rebel Green is pretty amazing. Rebel Green is pretty amazing, and I arguably have the second or third best car ever built by Mini. So, that's true. That's true. I agree. Right, can we just say and this is a separate conversation? But how effing cool was the coupe and the Roadster? Yeah. Yeah, they're pretty I'll just cool. leave it at that. Can I'll I tell you that? that it, uh, we, I know, I know what he's trying to do here. <laughs> what? <laughs> Nothing. I'm just gonna say super leger. <laughs> That's not gonna no, happen. But I mean, mini, the mini has has like they made a calculated, they made a calculated risk, uh, a bet, to create these cars as Halo products. And they did it. Yeah. And I sure. think that I think that it 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 caused. It caused, I don't know if it caused people to get to, to, to leave the company because of the sales disappointment of them, but I, it wasn't good. The sales were not good on paper. It wasn't. But, but my, my, here, here's my question. How do you amortize the value of a product that looks cooler year by year? And in, in, in 2017, five years after the car, you know, or seven years after the car was originally designed, is actually getting people interested in the mini brand like that's value and i will tell it's, you right now that having and db i don't know your experience i can only speak for myself here but driving the roadster around i would guarantee that once a week for the last year we get stopped by people and ask us what kind of car that is and where can they buy one and i say it's a mini cooper go to the dealer i of course don't tell them that they don't make the car anymore because i'm just like get them in the dealer get them to drive a mini they'll fall in love with something but you're right gabe that now this car is four years old it's a it's a 2013 a four-year-old car is people are starting to notice it and they're going wait a minute that is a really cool looking car what is it that's a mini what are you what are you talking about it's just happening in the states it's happening in uh around the world because i belong to this mini roadster owners group on facebook todd's in there too and it it's blown up like Every day, someone just got their got a roadster. Yep. Right. And it's just like, oh my god, I just got this roadster. This roadster is awesome, right? Because they bought it, and now they're super excited about having the one of the best minis ever made. Yep. It's the second best mini I've ever owned. Yeah. Uh, overbuilt to me, a fault. Me amazing too. to drive. It's yeah. awesome. Yep. It really is. All right, guys. With that, I, I apologize. I, I have to. I have to no, skip out. Thanks that, so much. Thanks so much for joining. Always us. a pleasure. Did always a pleasure, sir. Always welcome. Thanks so much. Cheers, Gabe. All right. Cheers. Bye. Motoringfile.com, everybody. Keep following. Uh, Gabe will continue to fawn and goo goo gaga over his JCW Clubman, which has uh, new Todd graphics on the way, if I'm not mistaken. Well, it's got some uh, some bits, some uh, wrapped bits. Some wrapped bits to get rid of the red, right? Um, to get rid of the chrome. <laughs> the chrome, yeah, because the red never made it And in also because, because Todd is the anti-chrome. Yes. <laughs> the anti-chrome, yeah. I still remain the anti-chrome, yes. So I, uh, there's one thing I want to talk about um, if, we, if we have time. Uh, oh, anytime. Okay, cool. So I, I don't know if you guys remember, but I think like a, uh, maybe a year ago, a year and a half ago, Todd and Gabe had an argument about the placement of the, um, of the you know, uh, headlight uh, switch. 
right? I think it was following like uh, it was following a an article, like a review, like a long term review from um, car and driver uh, or something like that. Yeah, car and driver, like, right? Like they had like a 2014 mini, which was full of bugs because it was probably like a pre-production car. Uh, mini should not have let that pass, by the way, but it doesn't matter. So I think you guys had like, had like an argument about the placement of this thing. Yes. And having, and after having dr- driven the car like for a year, it is it is like pretty bad, actually. Like it's I didn't terrible. realize like how bad it was until I, I, like, I don't know, for whatever reason, I've been driving like a little bit more at night uh, lately because, you know, going out of the city and stuff and, and coming back late. Um, and so, and so like, you cannot see this thing if you need to, if, if it's not set on automatic and you, and you need to turn it on and off, or you need to turn on like maybe the anti, uh, you know, the fog lights, um, you, you, you cannot see it. So you have to bend and, and look at the switch, which pretty much like distract you from looking at it's what you're supposed to look the road. So right? what, is, what he's saying is it's not safe to do this while driving. <laughs> no, it's not safe. And, and the second thing is that, when when I um, so my left when I when I back up so you know I put I, I put my arm around like the, the seat next to me and then I look I look back you know if I if I need to park and pay attention and I don't always use like the camera like mm-hmm. my left knee basically touches the switch and put it back on on uh, on off instead of being automatic I and can so see sometimes that. like I because I'm so used um, I'm so used that the switch is on automatic. Sometimes I don't realize that my lights are actually off instead of being on. Yes, it's a it's a very oh, poor place. Oh, so you know what, Alex? You know what? That's really weird that you mentioned that because I don't know about you guys, and or you guys out in the white refrigerator listening audience, but of late, and this has been like pretty much this year. But have you noticed cars driving around at night with their lights off? Yeah, idiots. Don't well, know. but more so than normal. And I think it's something like what's going on. So Alex, he you know he leans over and he hits that switch with his knee, turns the automatic lights off, and he's driving around at night with his lights headlights off because he doesn't know because he assumed that they're on by automatically. Well, yeah, and, yeah, and, yeah. and, uh, and then frankly, like and, until I uh, I actually had this thing happen to me and, and see it, like I I've noticed like a couple of times that my switch was off, and I was like, when did I turn it off? Like I don't. Even by accident, like I don't even know, I don't even, I, I couldn't even find or remember like when it happened. And, and this is like the instance when it happened. I'm also, I'm kind of, I, I think I'm also wondering if it happens when I get into the car and my right knee like goes over it. Uh, but that's, that, those are two examples that I, that Alex, I you need some kind of camera set up in your car that just is always <laughs> on. On the switch. <laughs> it's like a little IP based camera that's always on and it's recording as you get in and get out of your car. A 360, <laughs> a 360 dash cam. Yes. A 360 dash cam. That's exactly what you need. Which is funny. The thing you complain about there, Alex, is not one of the things that has changed by the way. 2018 uh, model year changes are coming. These are not, by the way, the LCI changes, which aren't going to happen until next year, until spring of, of 2018. Even though these 2018 model changes are happening uh, very soon now, things uh, such as the, the gas gauge is changing. And this is on brand new minis. They're, right now it's a series of lines that are just to the right-hand side of the tachometer, above the steering wheel and they're very difficult to see and read and you don't think about it as a gas gauge it's not very intuitive so they're changing it now and there's only like i think there's nine of them like there's nine little slats and it's not terribly accurate so they've changed that so the new 2018 one of the changes is there's a new gas gauge on the right okay that's 
one of the things that's changing. The Remember the ring that we all love that we can put the car in sport mode or normal mode or uh, Grandma DB mode, right? Yeah. So yeah. Grandma Burnside mode. Um, yeah. <laughs> that has gone away. No longer are you going to put the car in sport mode by that ring. It's going to be a toggle once again. It's, uh, it's, cool. it's going up on the dash. So that's a change coming for 2018, which is right around the corner. I'm talking like the next month. Um, that's another thing that's going to change. But the anticipated facelift that we all thought was going to happen. Remember when we were all having the discussion of, oh, the LCI, they really aren't going to change anything. Well, turns out that's not the LCI that we were looking at. Ah, so it's still very possible that they're going to make changes for for next year on yeah, the official. I think it would make just sense. Like people have been complaining about it so much that they gotta. They right. gotta do I don't know if I don't know if actually people have been complaining about it so much, but at least we've been very vocal about some of the design elements on the exterior. Uh, and, and and when you look at the Clement and at the Countryman, I think like bringing the uh, F56 and F55 like in the same kind of in the same fall as far as the front end is concerned just makes sense. Well and here's the other change that's happening for the 2018 model year and this is across the entire line right now the Clubman and the Countryman both come with PDC park distance control and a rear backup camera okay that's Mm -hmm. coming to the hard top that's coming to the entire line it for 2018 backup camera is standard on all minis. I don't, That's cool. I don't know if well, we reported that Because it's going to be mandated by the federal government, yes. blah, blah, blah. Yes, it's going to be. And it's been a phase-in uh, for the U.S. right now. A certain percentage of cars sold in the U.S. have to have that. And many in BMW have far exceeded it to this point. But now for 2018, it's, it's full-on. Just like every other car on the road that you can buy has backup camera. Now, minis for 2018, they're all going to have that. You're not going to have to choose that as an option they're going to figure out some other way to charge you. Like something else is right. going to get more expensive. You know, the, the air in your tires is now a separate charge. So <laughs> you're going to get a $200 well, charger. I'm saying you do nitrogen. For air. Yeah, exactly. But um, I'm, I'm being facetious about that. But those are some of the changes that are coming here very soon. If you're going to go look at new minis, here is what's, what also is really interesting is later this year, you know, what's going to happen. You're going to be able to go to a dealer lot and buy, a 2017 mini, a 2018 mini, or a 2019 mini. All <laughs> they're going to coexist on a dealer lot, and that is going to be serious confusion. Why? Because uh, because um, just how it's going to happen. It's just going to be the crossover of of uh, all the different. Uh, I thought because like they're not many, selling so many cars that they still have a lot of them. On the no, list. the the models are so staggered, and the 2018 model year by the year by the way is going to be a very short year. Yeah. It's going to be a very short year, just like 2014 was. If you th- remember back when this, uh, when the F56 came out in um, like March, February, March of 2014, that model year in the U.S. only went three months before they killed it and it went to 2015. We ordered our 2014 in May, and I believe it was the last 2014 allotment that our dealer had, right before the cutoff, the end of May. And as soon as June 1 production started, they'd turn to 2015s. So you had March, April, May. You had like three months of a build for a 2014 Mini. So it's one of the rarest, you know, F56 Minis. They were making other, you know, like Countryman and Paceman and things like that. But right. we're going to have the same thing happen for 2018. The model year is going to be very short for like the hard tops. Um, and even it was rumored this didn't happen, but the JCW Countryman that came out, what, December last year? 
They were right. supposed to be 2018s. Nope, they were 2017s. They totally right. screwed it, and then it's everybody's so confused right now. Even the dealer's confused. Right. So Weird. Speaking of Countryman, um, Mini USA have added the Cooper SE Countryman All 4 to the Mini USA configurator. And here's what I want you guys to do. I want you guys to go build one really quick while I tell everybody about our next sponsor here underneath the white roof. Our friends over at CravenSpeed.com. I want you guys to go check them out. We love Craven Speed, another one of the OG sponsors here at WhiteRoofRadioMotoringFile.com. Uh, if you're a Mini Cooper owner, they've got the dipstick that you want for the first and second gym minis. Easy to read. They don't break. Super awesome. Just get one and be done. Uh, the Platypus license plate front mount, if you need one for your car like Alex does, he's got one on his F56. He loves it. It's awesome. Uh, the stubby antenna, so you don't look like a remote control car going down the road. FlexPod adapter, especially for you that are in states where you aren't even allowed to hold your phone while you're driving your car. FlexPod adapter works really nice. It's a good fit for the Mini, plus so much more. Um, if you're an R53 owner, you get the, that, that, you know, that first-generation Mini Cooper S with a supercharger and you're ready to do an upgrade. Craven Speed's got the pull you're going to want to use. A bunch more stuff. I want you to click over there. And don't forget, too, that they do have stuff for other makes. So even if you're, the Mini's not the only car in the driveway, let's just say, for example, that you have a Buick in your driveway. Just curious. You can get stubby antenna. You can get ODB ODB connectors. You can get all kinds of things. Wow, look at this. Hidden power adapter, tablet holder. Man, this is really cool. Decals? They make decals that are specific for the Buicks. Can you believe that? <laughs> Impressive. And I guarantee you right now, you put a Craven Speed decal on your Buick, boys, you're going to get five horsepower easy plus a ton of street cred. Get over there and get it done, cravenspeed.com. Make sure you check that out. When you're there, too, you can uh, if you sit on the website long enough, you're going to see that as the front page rotates through that there's a very nice about page. And it's got a pictures and little uh, like biographies of the whole team uh, where that actually makes Craven Speed magic happen. You can click through and you can meet everybody. It's super kind of kind of nice in a really weird and creepy kind of way. Go over there. Check them out. That's our friends over at Cravenspeed, cravenspeed.com. Go over there and check them out, please. And if there's a chance in hell that you are listening to White Roof Radio and you by chance own a Mini and a Buick, I, I want to see. <laughs> I want to see a picture of it. Oh my god! I want to see a picture. I, picture I, I want that picture because that's going to be an image for our next show. Somehow, I don't think that those two brands have much of a crossover, but I bet somebody out there listening owns a Mini. And a Buick, and I don't care what year Buick it is. I want to see a picture. I want of to know. It's really funny that you actually mentioned that time, and I brought this up specifically because I was just saw this on the, on the internet on the inner tubes. Is there's a YouTube video, and I forgot which one of the YouTube channels, some auto blah blah on YouTube, did like a comparison, like a review of the Mini Cooper Countryman versus the uh, Buick Encore. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Which is is not the ugliest car they've ever made, but it's, it's not. But and it's and it's the well, yeah, it, it actually is one of the <laughs> ugliest cars they've made. But it's it's up there. It's, roughly, it's it's a good comparison for the Countryman. I mean, this is a twenty two thousand twenty three thousand dollar car to start with. Right. It's atrocious looking, which the Countryman's got to beat across the board on a lot of things. Anyway, it was really interesting. I'll see you on fun link. I'll put it over on the Facebook page. Very awesome. And I can't wait till uh, the, the first JCW Countryman start showing up. I know um, two people here locally have ordered them. We've got two JCW Countrymen's on order. Nice. Nice. So did you guys go over to the mini configurator before I look at any more Buicks like the Buick Cascada, which is actually not a horrible looking car if you see in person? Um, did anybody go to the Countryman 
going to build a Countryman E I, on the I, crater? I did not. I'm sure it's going to be $58,000. No, Mine, I just built one. Rebel green, white roof, black wheels, uh, all the nice things on the inside, uh, all the nice things on the outside that I could add. 46 one. 46 one. And, and here's something that our... Price is 36.8. Well, here's something that our man Brian told us about. I think he mentioned it on the last show. Is the uh, the federal tax credit that is available? I think it's up to seventy five hundred dollars. Yeah, is going only available now? It's well, it is it's scheduled to end. It's not been renewed, and they haven't talked about it yet. But it is only allowable if you owe taxes at the end of the year. So let's say right. you get to the end of the year and you're you're uh, get a refund coming to you. Forget it. You lo- you don't get any credit for buying a plug in hybrid like on your federal tax return. Right. It's only it's taken off of what you owe, which is kind of cool because if you're a, a, in a business or something like that in a situation where you can go, you know what, I'm going to like, I, I don't know the legality of this. <laughs> Somebody smarter might tell me, but if you're thinking about buying one, like, couldn't you just go change your withholding, you know, on your, <laughs> at your work and go, I'm going to buy one of these and you'd have to boost your withholding to a number that doesn't exist. Well, no, you just have to reduce it to, to you know, just say, you know, I'm going to claim like four allowances, right? <laughs> and, um, and then they don't take anything out of, your, uh, out of your return. And then you get this credit because you bought a plug-in hybrid. Mm-hmm. I mean, why, why couldn't you do that? I don't know. I'm sure it's illegal, but hey. <laughs> I'm you always working the see, system. I can see somebody like you, Todd, using this small business owner right. who needs a vehicle. And, you know, you get a lease on an electric car, you even you buy an electric car and you finance it and then you use it as a tax write off your business as well. Yeah, exactly. Right? Which would be really good for that. That's for the good cause. You got to yeah. read the car and everything. Makes sense. Exactly. Anyway, so um, for something that you're going to want to own on the Mini Cooper SE Countryman All Four, they need to put that in letters across the back, by the way. I mean, you're looking at about 45 grand for those of you who haven't bought one yet. And of which, by the way, there is already a, uh, a software issue with this car. Um, it's, mm. it's throwing codes and uh, there's like a hold on them. No, I don't, none have been delivered yet. They aren't really at dealers at this right. point. I think they've just started showing up. But um, yeah, there's already a bulletin that they're trying to get fixed. There you go. Guys, we haven't uh, talked about uh, the new product manager. No, we have not. Are you sure? So, I thought we talked about him no, last no. no, we talked about the new designer. Yeah, we did, no, the, new, right. the new head of product. The new, There's new, a new head of product at Mini USA. Because Mini basically, USA. Patrick uh, uh, moved on to brand, basically, branding and uh, advertising, if you will. Yeah, Mark Martin. Yes. Yeah, yep. Marketing. So this person replaces Patrick McKenna. Yeah, and that's uh, Randy Clements. Yeah, yeah, Randy Clements. Yeah, and used yes. to be former BMW, former Rolls Royce. So he's a BMW man. Yes, BMW Group man. Right? Experience with uh, BMW should be a good fit, and uh, hopefully we'll get a chance to meet him. Maybe see a picture. Here yeah. pretty soon as well. I might have to go creep suck on his LinkedIn page. I mean, good luck, good luck to him, you know, like, uh, like Pat, like for Pat and like for Tom, right? Uh, they have uh, uh, a lot of work, you know, ahead of him, right? Yeah. To, uh, I wonder if you look through any of the, like, you know, the videos that he, on YouTube about what happens to the new guys at Mini USA. <laughs> <laughs> All of the different office shenanigans that are going on? Yeah, the office shenanigans. So, yes. you know, I wonder if his, his tie's been cut, that kind of thing. I don't know. 
I hope. I honestly, I just hope that Pat and Tom are going easy on the new guy, because you know how they can be. Yeah, here's so, hoping. fellas, take it easy on the new guy. Let him get broken in, and then you do shenanigans. But give him some time. Yes, <laughs> please. <laughs> exactly. Just, just trying to be nice. I don't know. There's a lot of shifting going on, and, and here's hoping that. Um, things because sales don't seem to be budging in the u.s and i don't think many usa is to blame for that i think it's it's a market shift and like small cars are doing terribly everywhere in the u.s right now well i mean unless you're subaru unless you're subaru the one thing is is why they don't have a whole lot of control over the product right like they right like they make recommendation to many germany about you know product configuration and option needs and stuff um, they they are still responsible for the uh, for the marketing strategy right. in the U.S. right and right. and I've got to say though like the the messaging around the car um, hasn't been clear as we've said many times um, new in the U.S. For the years like over the since the launch of the F fifty six and it's also not reaching reaching people I guess can I give so my prediction yep. they have the LCI coming up uh, see what see what see what comes out of it no, that's going to be interesting I'm going to make a prediction right now and I was having a discussion today I was getting my hair cut and talking to the guy cutting my hair because we always mm-hmm. talk about minis he wants to know what's going on in the car world and um, he's like you know how are mini sales doing I'm like well they're they're kind of down in the US right now and he's like well it's because everybody wants these giant ass trucks and SUVs and I go yeah <laughs> that's the way it's going but I said Somehow, I said, I'm just going to say it now publicly so everybody knows I said it. I feel a backlash coming to this is that as cars get bigger and everybody gets the SUVs and start rocking the crossovers and all of this, that you kind of think back to 2002 when this was going on. It was the, you know, uh, the end of, you know, the, the, the Bush presidency before that. Everybody's driving around expeditions and Ford excursions. Remember they made that excursion, which is the giant and this production vehicle ever manufactured practically, right? Everybody was going big and Hummer was just, you know, now a consumer product and everybody was buying Humvees and driving them around. And, you know, the, the biggest kind of SUVs you could, and it made everybody feel big and American and all this. And then there was this backlash. Many came along and kind of turned it on its ear. And, and I feel like somehow soon, and it's probably in the next one to three years, there's going to be a backlash against the giant vehicles, and people are going to start looking for more reasonably sized. Uh, and I'm not going to use the word economical because that's a terrible connotation in an economy car for the U.S. That's not what I'm talking about. But something more reasonable in size. And who needs that much? Unless you've got a family of five people... Like, I'm kind of, I'm kind of skeptical on on this because people uh, and again like that's a, that's a theory that I can't I, I don't have data for it yet but I, yeah. I, I should look this up but I, I I would think that people mostly buying cars today are not do not live in cities right and and people living in cities you know uh, especially in the big um, in the big cities in the U.S. here um, most of the time the majority have voted for. Uh, the Democrat candidate uh, and people who buy cars, I I think, have voted for the other guy who doesn't give a damn about climate change, and so I I don't see why those people would buy smaller cars, honestly, uh, uh, unless there is like some kind of downturn. Um, and you know, I, I don't know, maybe I could be totally wrong. Like I don't want to I don't want to make I don't want to make like full assumptions about people buying cars that have all, all voted for Trump. That's not what I'm saying, but. I, uh, Maybe I, there's some kind of correlation here. I, don't know. I call it the hootie and the blowfish effect. Okay. 
<laughs> and bear with Should- me. Bear with me while I flesh this out. Back in the day, you know, when, when Hootie and the Blowfish hit the musical market, okay, they were kind of underground and alternative. And they took off like crazy. And everybody had, like your parents were buying Hootie and the Blowfish albums. And you yeah. were hearing it at stores everywhere you went. And it became so ubiquitous that there was a backlash and everybody started to hate them. Okay. Yes. I and, remember that. And so I'm kind of seeing that be everybody on your block and everybody in my neighborhood has an SUV. Everything from a RAV4 to an X5 to um, uh, uh, Toyota 4Runners and, and all of this and Honda CRVs. And they're just boring. My neighbor, my immediate neighbor has a Lexus SUV, which is that giant freaking wagon. Okay. And it's just her. It's just a single woman driving this giant Lexus SUV. And I think I, this is just a feeling. I have nothing on which to base this. It's just a gut feeling that people are going to go, that's not cool anymore. You know, it's not cool. It's not fun to go park it at Target. It's not fun to go shopping (laughs) at the grocery store and park the damn thing. And like you said, Alex, people living in a city don't want the biggest car they can because parking is a real issue. And driving it on small cities, San Francisco, it's a real issue to drive a huge car like that. The streets are narrow, you know? It's it's hard to get up and down. So I don't know. This is just a gut feeling. I think it's going to hit maybe back towards a a happy medium and there's going to be like a target car size that people are going to love and you know i don't know if it's going to be a sedan you know something along the four-door size or or whatever but and here's always hoping that the 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 wagon makes a comeback (laughs) i'm just just saying that well look at the clubman yeah the clubman's there i mean um i think what volvo's really pushing their their uh v90 wagon and they've got the v90 cross country version of it that weird crossover thing the countryman the countryman shaped car you know the crv the whatever the hrv the countryman the uh the kia soul the yep all those right that's what people are that's what people are wanting to buy i don't know somebody there needs to be some innovation in in cars and we haven't seen that the crossover is about the latest innovation we've got and flying car flying car yeah flying Flying car would be good jet Jetpack. Jetpack works too. Yep. Pick one. Wings. <laughs> wings. Fold, fold so, out wings. Yes. Or, you know, something that'll it'll just eliminate traffic. You know, maybe transporter technology. Maybe it's time to secure the car altogether and just go straight to transporters. Uh, self-driving Matter. cars are the next. Tra- it's really the next transformation. And do people really care what they look like if they're self-driving? No, they don't. No. They care if it'll get them to Starbucks and get them to work on time. Right? Yeah. If they have free Wi-Fi. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. Anyway, um, but I think we're done. Yeah. Yes, I think we're we seem to be. We seem to be stalling. We seem to be vamping. So that makes a, a good place for us to stop. I want to remind you guys one more time. Go over and check out motoringbadges.com because that is where you find all the cool stuff that Todd makes. And it directs uh, you to motoring stripes. It does. But, you know, you know, my bad. Yes, it does. It's, it's still there. It's still there. No, I need to fix that. But Badges are my- coming. And, and badges are, uh, are I think, going to make a comeback. Oh, badges coming back. It'd be pretty rad. Um, but you go over to motoringstripes.com because you need stripes for your mini. And you don't want the factory stripes because it annoys you like it annoys every person on the planet that's not an animal because they don't go all the way edge to edge. Right. Is, am I, I'm, I, can't, I can't be the only one that's bothered by that. No, but it bothers you know, everyone. 
Yeah, God, oh, it's the worst thing. It's just like, why can't that just go edge to edge? And I understand <laughs> why, because they have to be able to be installed by a minimum wage guy. But still, oh, that's the worst. Title study stripes actually go edge to edge. And they looks like, oh, that looks pretty rad, like it's supposed to. Done and done. You know what else title say? Title say you a country a clubman a boot protector strip. Right? That's yes. brand new for the new clubman. It's super awesome. You're gonna have that to keep your bumper your bumper from getting all scratched up and gross, right, Todd? Yes. Yes. Uh, don't forget, if you've got a first-generation countryman, you still have that countryman boot protector strip as well, do you not? Uh, I do. Yes. See, this is what I'm saying. And then the really cool trick, this is the hot hack for motoringstripes.com. You use the contact form. And when you're on that contact form, you fill it out and you ask Todd to send you a quote for the White Roof Radio Sunroof Delete Kit. Todd will cut you a very nice piece of vinyl that is color matched to your roof or actually whatever design on it you want. That will go right over the top of your glass pieces of your sunroof and suddenly your air conditioning will work again in your Mini. It's amazing. All that for you over at MotoringStripes.com. Thank you. And if you live anywhere near DB... And you're experiencing global warming. You're going to need air conditioning. You're going to need all the help you can get. <laughs> and I can and I can tell you actually a solid color, like a like a from the from the vinyl manufacturing plant color um, that goes on the sunroof, like white for example, lasts for at least three years in the Arizona heat. Yeah, it doesn't do too at bad. At least three years, and it, and it was still in good shape when I got rid of that car. And that was just a solid white. Now, if Todd's done work, like graphics and stuff on it, well, the ink's going to burn through a little bit quicker than the solid vinyl. And you only get that about a year and a half, maybe two. But I think that with just the plain vinyl, you're going to get five years. On the glass, if it's straight color, like if it's a you know, color match from the factory roll of black, white, red, or uh, color, body color, you're in good shape. Yes, and your air conditioning is going to work again. And it takes like no time to install. Super simple. Todd sends instructions and everything. Super easy. Super awesome. Do it. Motoringstripes.com. Boom. There it is. We're, yes, we're done. Uh, thanks again, guys, for listening. Uh, apologies again for last week's show. That's on me. Uh, it's actually on Microsoft, but I'm going to take the blame just because, you know, Microsoft won't. Um, that shouldn't happen again. I got Todd to record this week. I'm sorting out all the issues on my end to make sure that doesn't happen again. I do want to thank those of you here underneath the white roof that have gone over and checked out Ride Bikes Radio. And I've noticed that you guys have left some nice reviews of Ride Bikes Radio in iTunes. Super nice. If you guys are looking for a bicycle podcast, go over and check it out. Ride Bikes Radio. It's everywhere where you can find White Roof Radio. Brian Dallas and I, we talk about bicycles every other week. We're not talking about weird, you know, carbon fiber, million dollar carbon fiber bikes. We're not talking about tour strategy, none of that. We're just talking about riding bikes. It's actually pretty cool. Go check it out. RideBikesRadio.com. Thank you. Uh, but we are done for the week. Thanks again, guys. Really appreciate it. But this is the part of the show where I like to make that funny clicking sound. And then I say, questions, comments, or concerns, go ahead and click back over to whiteroofradio.com. There you can leave us a note in the show notes. You can also email us, feedback, whiteroofradio.com. Until next week, I'm Chris DB. I'm done. Cheers. Adios. Adios.